The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Thursday morning to you. Thank you guys for tuning in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow here, along with Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, Coach Mike in the house here on WKOM and WZYX down in Franklin County. Thank you guys for Listening in this morning as we have a ton to talk about on our show, but it's been a while. So this morning I will ask, Mo, how are you? <laughs> you must have got in trouble. I did not. I did not. I just, you know, threw this one out there. Oh. I'm all right, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little tired. We've been we've been running pretty pretty wide open this last few days. And Well, um, guess what today is? A day, a of, day rest. of rest <laughs> and much needed. Yeah, no uh, doubt, no doubt. Yeah, um, I think we're going to get to man ease up off the pedal a little bit today. Looking out the window here onto and they can West see seventh. They can actually see out the window this they morning. They can, uh, yeah. So they can see what we see. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough out there with no motion sickness. Hopefully, no, no motion yeah, sickness. Yeah, thank no you, rocking thank, chair. Thank you, Jerry Palm. Jerry Palm. Yeah, well, you have him to thank. Uh, JP, yeah. how you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing awfully well. Um, you know, some mornings, uh, you, uh, I, I, I like the drive. The commute for me, the time is is perfect Serene. to 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 ramp up for the day and to kind of uh, release on the way home. And oftentimes, you find a bit of clarity in those um, in those moments. And I think I had a bit of clarity this morning. So. That's always good. The, the only thing clear. <laughs> Not to be too prophetic, but the only thing clear this morning was. That's true. That, it thoughts. was the only thing. Yes, yes. Because everything <laughs> right, else around. Because yeah. the, the windshield definitely <laughs> was yeah. not. Although you know, there seemed to be less traffic this morning. There was. I can only assume the rain. Um, but despite the rain, I was able to keep the windshield wipers on one uh, setting setting the entire trip. I was not. I only had one setting, and now if I had gotten behind a lot of traffic, like if you had maybe gotten some traffic, it might have been different because you might have gotten a little extra spray. But I had just the standard speed, mm. the the full on speed that took me the whole trip up. So that was that was a good 
It's a good start. See, I'd fall asleep. I'm happy with that. That 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 rocking with the rhythm of the yeah. rain kind of thing, or or uh, what was the the eighty rabbit song talking about the. I love a rainy night. Yeah, but and the windshield wipers mm-hmm. banging out a tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping perfect oh. rhythm with the song oh, on nice. the radio. Driving my life away. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. That was a tested me early this morning. Uh, you're asking me country music, and yet you knew it. <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever sell yourself short, Mo. Right. <laughs> Mo, con- uh, noted country music aficionado. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Mm. We have, a, like I said, we have a lot to talk about today, and uh, we are going to get into it pretty quickly, uh, especially in some eight AAA news. Since we got our friends down in Franklin County with us this morning, might as well go ahead and get that out the way. Uh, as we received word, uh, pretty, I guess it was mid evening yesterday. Mid evening, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Lawrence County, longtime Lawrence County. Basketball coach Shane Clark uh, has stepped down and will not be the Wildcats coach for the first time and barely, uh, almost the only coach they've had this millennium. 20 years. <laughs> so, so <laughs> by far the, the the longest tenured coach this millennium. This millennium. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and – as you said, this is big news in District A AAA, which will cease to exist after this year. But it's also big news around here because um, you would think that a candidate to succeed, <laughs> Shane Clark, is currently working not too far from our location here. Former Lawrence County and current Columbia Central head coach, Nick Campbell. Who, by the way, still lives in Lawrenceburg? Look, don't start speculating. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm He's, not speculating. I'm just. Nick's, I'm, Nick's fixing to call us and be like, "Hey, stop that." Call us. Let us tell us no. Call Nick. You got my number. Yep. <laughs> and more directly, Nick, I put you on because you've got my number. So yeah. right on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, I mean, you you make speculations of uh, coaching new coaches anytime yeah. the position comes open. And it, it's perfect He's nature. The first, and there's no question. It's obvious. He is the first person I'm you think master, of. I'm a master of the obvious. Yes. So I mean, the, there's nothing wrong with that. And hey, if I'm if I'm a coach and your name is is someone that you think someone else would want to hire to, that's, a that's positive. not a bad thing. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think he. No, nah, he's not gonna. He understands. He understands what that is. No, no, absolutely. So, I'm just being. He gets it. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would not mind having him on the air to hear his thoughts about yeah, well, all of this. Hopefully tomorrow yeah. we can, tomorrow get, Shane. We, we can mm-hmm. get how We but, can get them both. But let's try to get them time. both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. All right. But, yeah, so 325 games in 20 seasons as boys basketball coach at uh, – sorry, he 325-game winner in 20 seasons as boys basketball coach at Lawrence County. Um, but – yeah, I think, you know, obviously going into the new world of eight of eight AAA slash, you know, with four classes and whatnot, no, probably not a better time to just give everybody a fresh start. And so, understandably so. I'd be interested to know what was behind his decision at this time. So I know he stepped away previously 
and came back. Is that right? Yes, he he actually um, went into administration as an assistant principal. And with that, at the time, he stepped away from doing basketball. Maybe four years, I think it was. Um, Realized he missed it, but also they hadn't found a necessary long-term viability at that position. And so he was able to step back in there. Um, You know, obviously have a close relationship with Shane, and I can speak just to my own personal relationship with him about what he – where he may have been, he can certainly tell us tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, we can get him tomorrow, and he can tell us himself. But uh, you know, he's got um, he's got two daughters. One, Taylor, who uh, is at Lipscomb University and doing really, really well, uh, was the um, I think the freshman of the year in the A Sun, and was predicted as the doing player really, of the year. Doing really, really well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's doing really well. Uh, he's got a second daughter, um, Emmy, who uh, is uh, I think a junior this year. I believe. So she has one more year to play at Lawrence County High School. And uh, he, uh, I do know he had told me that whenever the time came, he, he didn't want to leave the cupboard bare. He didn't want to leave when there was just nothing there. You know, he didn't want to just step out because, hey, there's no future. He wanted to, um, to, to leave it to where there's, it's, it's in good standing. Leave it better than you found it. Yeah. And so, um, I don't think there's any question that that is the case because I was there right before he found it, <laughs> uh, if you will. He came a year after I graduated. Gotcha. Um, and now we had an excellent year my junior year, Cedric Wallace <laughs> at Lawrence County. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all you need, Mr. Basketball and AAA. But surrounding all of that were some subpar years, including my senior year and the year after. Uh, before Shane came on board and completely changed the culture, um, you know he was um, he was a product of um, uh, Coach Ralph Benson, a legendary. Of course, the the building is named after him. The gymnasium is, and um, of course, uh, Daddy Mick, Mickey Dunn, um, you know was a, was a huge uh, influence in his life. And uh, but uh, what a legacy Shane leaves. Um, I sent him a text yesterday when I saw that and congratulated him because I know how difficult of a decision that was and I'm I'm anxious to hear hear him tell us tomorrow. But I, I'm I'm happy for him because I know it's a weight, a huge weight lifted off his shoulders. We say the end of eight triple A, you know, and I'll take it's not. The it's just end. it's the end of eight triple A. As we know as it. As we, we know, know it. it. Yeah. yeah, because with them going to four classifications for Boys and girls basketball, baseball, and softball starting next year. You're going to see some different configurations. District and Lawrence County will actually be in District Eight AAA next year, along with um, Lincoln County and Tullahoma from the current composition. Um, joining them will be Marshall County, Page, and Spring, Spring Hill. Hill. So Spring Hill will be going south after years of. Well, after going north for what the last two, four, 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 so yeah, so that'll look a little different. But they say change is good. We'll see. Yep. Uh, not the only coaching news in our area as yesterday. Independence um, hired a basketball coach to succeed Doug Kyle, and that story is uh, was was on our website first. We broke it. Yay. <laughs> SM-TNSports.com uh, broke the story. 
yesterday around just after three o'clock that Mark Wilkins, who has most recently led South Gibson to three state sectional appearances in class AA uh, in the last four seasons. So he will step in to take over for Doug Kyle, and he comes from some pretty solid coaching genes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you're not mistaken. His father, Mitch Wilkins, has won over 900 games in his coaching career. Um, started over. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of wins. Um, starting over in Missouri and then continuing at Henry County, which is where um, Mark graduated from. And um, he is currently the girls' coach at Gibson County. Just led them to the state tournament th- uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think he won a state championship a couple of years ago with the Lady Pioneers. He's also got two brothers that coach. Um, one's at Huntington, one's at McKenzie. So they are definitely um, ingrained in West Tennessee basketball um, prior to Mark breaking away here yesterday. Yep. There's a full story on sm-tnsports.com, and hopefully we can get uh, we can get Mark on the show at some point in the near future as well to talk about his excitement for that program. So, again, it's um, it's been a big news day. Tons of news coming out yesterday. All of it available on sm-tnsports.com, and as as well as some game coverage from. Local college hoops, uh, high school, softball, baseball, tennis, all of that. So make sure to visit the website, sm-tnsports.com, for the most comprehensive coverage of high school sports in southern middle Tennessee. Now, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll give you the rundown for today, and we'll talk about one of the games we got to see last night. So... We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. In Wednesday baseball action, Mount Pleasant defeated Cornersville 11-8. Fayetteville defeated Eagleville 6-4. It was Tullahoma 4, Coffee County nothing in 8 AAA action. In 11 AAA, Brentwood defeated Centennial 10-4. And Giles County in a non-district matchup edged Loretto 6-4 in nine innings. In the Jim Painter Classic, uh, the scores we have are Riverdale 9, Columbia Central 8, and that was a nine-inning game as well. Uh, Siegel, 15, Spring Hill, 2, and Clarksville Edge Summit, 7-6. In District 8 AAA softball action on Wednesday, Coffee County blanked. 
Tullahoma 11-0. Lincoln County continues to roll with a 16-0 win over Shelbyville. Also, it was Community 7, Santa Fe nothing. Dixon County in eight innings defeated Spring Hill in an an 11 AAA matchup 3-2. And in Division 2A District 3 play, Columbia Academy 12, Zion Christian nothing. In uh, boys soccer, it was Wayne County 8, Cullioka 0. Did we get a Columbia Academy score? We did not. Columbia Academy defeated Middle Tennessee, um, the Middle Tennessee Crusaders. Excuse me. We do not have a score. They did win, though. I I do know that. All right. Um, Juco Hoops, Columbia State Women 66, Southwest Tennessee Community College 61, and the C State men get the win 77 to 64. And that is your Thursday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Oh, that's because the schedule is uh, (laughs) nothing. The schedule doesn't exist today. If you want to see the schedule, visit the website. Put me on a roller coaster over here. That was my fault. Sorry. (laughs) I I didn't put into the thing, hey, tell them that there's no schedule today. Well, there is a schedule. Oh, yeah. They're just just not playing it. They're just not going to play it. Yeah, because of rain. So... No In fact, the word is, um, I think it has been communicated from Murray County Public Schools that they will be dismissing two hours early today in anticipation of more inclement weather. Inclement weather. So, yeah. Potential uh, tornadoes from what I understand. So, y'all know how that goes. And I'm getting a couch delivered today. We supposedly. Are, we are stop number two on the delivery list. Um, Nothing like a wet couch. Uh, I'm sure it's got plastic around it. Uh, let's hope it has plastic around it. Famous last but words. Each, so each of the the couch that we bought is in. It's a sectional, but it's actual sections. So it's like, you know, it's maybe a a four by four section, and then they bring it in each four by four piece at a time. So it's not like one big long couch that just comes. And thank in. Thank goodness. Right. Uh, because. Because I've moved some of those. Guess what I had to do last night at 10.30 when I got home? Move your current one? Move the current couch yeah. upstairs. Ooh. Mm. Now, the current couch that we have is very small. You've seen it, Mo. It's 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 about, it, it's maybe five foot six inches long. And it has. A short three-seater? Right. But it has okay. a, a, a chase on the end. But the chase uh, comes off because okay. it's, it's like an ottoman that, that comes away. But still, okay. when you say small couch, I mean, that's relative. It is. Um, it's about Especially when you're trying to go upstairs with one. Still a couch. It's still a couch. So Sarah and I bigger than a chair <laughs> are trying to get this thing out the front door, up over the banister, pushed up the stairs. So, at ten thirty at night. And this and, and and this is her reaction. Pivot. And anybody who's seen Friends knows what that means. So, yeah, we had to pivot a lot and move the couch around but we got it into charlie's room so now so now charlie has a couch not only well charlie has a couch and daddy has a place that he can lay down and watch ball games anytime he wants uh while charlie sleeps and he doesn't have to use the monitor and all that it's a pretty solid spot i'm not gonna lie i kind of want to keep it there (laughs) so so the nursery is part part nursery, part man cave. Kind of. There you go. It's very. De- it's not decorated like the man cave because all of my man cave decorations are here behind JP, as you can see. 
actually. This hand. Yes. <laughs> Good job, Vanna. <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook, you can see. Yeah, if you are watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. And make sure to comment. And ATO Sports in the house this morning. ATO. Feeling, it's an ATO day, it's, huh? It must be. <laughs> uh, comment. Let us know you're watching. We'd love to interact with you here on Facebook Live on WZYX down there in Franklin County. Want to... Um, want to make sure that we mention that Al Clark is going to be debuting a new show today yep. on WZYX. So Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors. Yes. It's like a, uh, it, it's almost a subsidiary at this point. Well, yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> they're, they're part of the family. They are part yeah, of the family. Yeah, yeah, I started to say not no no relation to, but no directly. There's directly. definitely some. There is yeah. some relation. Yeah. There we so. go. yeah, a lot of hunting and fishing, um, and loving every discussion. day. Yep. Sorry, country music. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors debuts today at one of. I like how you're doing the crickets at, mm -hmm. as y'all are laughing. Yeah. Mm. Can't you can't be laughing and tell me that it's crickets? That's not how it works. <laughs> It's not um, how any of this works. <laughs> there you go. But that, that does debut today at 105 on WZYX and all around the world on WZYXradio.net. Um, speaking of laughing, <laughs> I want to mention, I, I told Mo I, or yesterday at lunch that I watched a little of the Nate Bergazzi, um Greatest Average Americans. Yeah, Netflix special, right? Netflix special. Yeah. And it mm -hmm. was great. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was kind of... You really had to like push through that first twenty minutes or so, mm -hmm. but after that, and when he starts talking about his dad and whatnot, and as we know, um, the man with the key. <laughs> yeah, um, Nate. Nate's dad. Uh huh. That's right. Uh, mo most folks know this, but for the the few that don't, Nate's dad is Steve Bargatze, who um, works with student services for the TWSAA, and and is a musician. Uh, and, yeah. And other chores as needed, such as opening the media room for right. state basketball tournaments or letting Delegating. someone else do so. Yeah, <laughs> the keeper of the key. That's it. So it's pretty important. It's a big job. Yeah. Um, Ashley Miller. Yes, we we typically report on Richland baseball when we get a report from Richland baseball. Uh, unfortunately, we have not seen any uh, Richland baseball scores. So Ashley, if you know a score. Uh, yeah, you're welcome to uh, to report that to us, and we will be happy to to pass that information along uh, at all times. So, I mean, if you know the bookkeeper or whoever does their digital uh, bookkeeping, feel free to let them know. Because, yes, we would love to report on Richland Baseball. That would be fantastic. Um, we want to report on all of our teams, and that includes Loretto, Lawrence County, Summertown, Richland, all of Murray County, Summer, Summit, and Independence. So... But there are only two of us. So, how can uh, people put in uh, that information? How can they reach you? What's sure the best way? Real simple. They, just, they can hit us here on Facebook, just like Ashley way. just yep. did. They can email us at sports at sm tnsports.com. They can hit us on Twitter, sm underscore tn sports, or Chris Yow 14 or Mopat and Sports. Um, and, and if there is a coach in Middle Tennessee that does not have my cell number, then 
they've not tried. Yeah, Moe's Rolodex is so big that it doesn't even flip anymore. (laughs) You just have to. Now, there are plenty of folks out there who have no idea what a Rolodex is. Speaking of things that kids will never know, you know. The struggle. Yeah, but um, yeah, we are. um, The struggle of a Rolodex of having to decide whether or not to to put put it by first name, last name, and whether or not uh, alphabetical order really matters. Like full alphabetical order. Oh, alphabetical order matters. Oh, I don't disagree. I'm just saying there are a lot of people who just, you know, oh, your last name starts with a J, you go in the J's. That's that's going to take a while. <laughs> well, if you know their last names. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't always know the last name. Yeah, it's like, who is the coach? Or the real name. That too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're watching on Facebook, you see now um, I've got the, um, the email address if yeah. you uh, wish to... Uh, to put it up there, Look sports at, at sm-tnsports.com. You can email scores, information, uh, story ideas. Yeah, we'll take them. Yeah. Likes, dislikes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank what, you, what Ashley. You had, what you had for dinner? <laughs> Ashley said she will definitely get us the info, and that is what I'm talking about. That's awesome, that's Ashley. It. Power of the people. Thank you, Ashley. Appreciate you. Way to go. Um, so let's talk real quick about one of the games that we mentioned in, well, two of the games that we mentioned in the rundown, Mm -hmm. uh, Columbia state last night, as you were over there to write a story, I went and took some pictures and let's just say that, um, I stuck around to the end of the game because I was about 98% sure we were going to have a physical altercation at some point during the contest. And you were about 98% accurate. <laughs> had had there not been security on the floor immediately following the game, I do believe there would have been some sort of altercation. Now, Winston Neal did a great job getting his kids to the door. He didn't quite get them out the door fast enough before there were some words exchanged. But he did get them to the door, told them to shut up. All the kids... <laughs> Uh, any kid that tried to come back into the gym to get water bottles or clothes or whatever, he said, nope, we'll get it later, just go. So he, he did keep everybody um, at bay. And thank goodness he did because there was little to no effort being made on, <laughs> on the, the other, other side. side. And not only was there little to no effort being made on the other side, but the Southwest Tennessee coaches might have been a part of. Yeah, so – I talked to Chris Nix after the game. I said, um, a little bad blood between y'all and them. Huh? He said, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah. You couldn't I, tell? He, he did not back away from it at all. Didn't sugarcoat it. Didn't couch it. And and as as we said in the article, we wanted to beat them by 30. And they probably could have, but uh, I don't know if they took their foot off the gas or if Southwest just started hitting some shots. Uh Really good pressure defense from the Salukis, really. I, I mean, that's, they, they forced some turnovers. And, and Columbia State really didn't handle that pressure very well. Um, In the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah. If you noticed at the end of the game, Columbia State had two freshman guards on the floor in um, Amarian Joyce, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, and um, Janias Parham. Absent from that rotation late was um, sophomore guard R.J. Abernathy, the starter at the point. Um, and I'll be interested to see 
over this next couple of games. C-State finishes up at Ball State Saturday and at Dyersburg on um, Wednesday night. What the backcourt rotation looks like as far as that goes. I think sometimes, especially in a game where you have some bad blood, that your adrenaline can get the best of you. And you're, you're not playing calm, collected, that sort of thing. And I think that was a lot of the issues last night for Columbia State. Now, Columbia State, get this. They were up, was it 36 to, to 12? 36 they were, to 12. They were down 11 to 8. They were losing 11 to 8. And then they were winning 36 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was it was about that quick. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> And it was a was a twelve minute drought that that uh, Southwest Tennessee went on before they made a field goal with about two and a half minutes mm-hmm. to go in the first half, roughly. And then they they kind of went on a little run there right before halftime to get to get it down to about twenty, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was thirty nine nineteen at the half, and then um, next thing you know, I think about eight minutes left in the ball game. Southwest Memphis actually uh, Southwest Tennessee actually leads. Um, 57-55. Yeah, that was and that was wild because we're watching this game going. Okay, well, when when Southwest Tennessee figures out they can't win the game, they might try to win the fight. And uh, they never figured out they couldn't win the game. (laughs) They they never exactly. And uh, because we we were talking about Columbia State was there to kick Mm. tail and chew bubble gum and and I'm not sure they brought the bubble gum, but. but uh, yeah, I mean, they got off to a great start. You have to credit Southwest Tennessee for stay, sticking around. But as, as Winston Neal said after the game, you have to credit his guys for regrouping yep. and closing that thing out. After Southwest Tennessee went up 57-55, it was C-State, C-State went 12-0 from there. Yep. And um, Nick's. And Jamari Bostic with 20 points each in that win. Um, Tariq Williams with another 18. They were kind of the big three there. But as um, as Jamari Bostic said, everybody contributed, whether it was taking a charge at a key spot or help side defense or, you know, it it was a team victory. And they needed everybody to pull that thing out. So I'll tell you what, they've got two dudes on that team, Malik Oates, and Xavier Griffith, that if I'm a football coach at almost, well, anything short of major college, I'd be over here taking a look at these guys because they they can move and they're huge. That kid. Griffith. My goodness. And I told you last night, looks like a legitimate left tackle. Like, could play left tackle right now for a lot of teams. A lot of folks. (laughs) A lot of folks. I mean, he looked really good. But he's a really good basketball player, too, so it was interesting. Yeah. On the women's side, um, C-State won 66-61 over Southwest Tennessee. Didn't get a chance to talk to Gwen Burton after the game because she um, had to head back to Michigan for um, a funeral. funeral, But did talk to Diamond Cannon, who was honored at sophomore night, which – in junior college, it, it's a little weird, but, I mean, they're a junior college. They're a two-year school. You only get two classes. You only get to be sophomores. You, freshmen and sophomores. That's it. So, um, she had 17 points in the win. And, again, um, the Lady Chargers finish up at Vol State on Saturday and at Dyersburg next Wednesday before tournament play starts. And you've got tournament details for the men. 
uh, ish. Ish. Uh, okay. Yeah, Columbia State is going to be the number one seed in conference because the conference is split into two east and west halves this year that uh, and, and they're they don't count games against the east other side for yeah so um so c state will be the number one seed in the west they will host the first round of the uh conference tournament on april 6th with a win, they will host again on April 8th, and if uh, they reach the championship game, that will be played at Ball State. I'm not sure what the date is on that, but that's the information that I was given last night. So there you go. Uh, Juco Hoops action, as we hope to see them make their way back to Hutch. Well, no, make their way to Hutch. <laughs> I well, mean, they've been before. They just did not go last year. Well, they were – they were allowed to go, but they weren't allowed to go. <laughs> that's that's brutal too, man. You're like, hey, we're gonna get on the bus and go to go to the tournament. Oh no, you're not. Just nope. kidding. Because nope. so. there's not a tournament. No tournament. So, no. but yeah, they they will get a hopefully get a chance to get back to the national tournament in uh, in in Kansas. So, yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we've got uh, Jim Painter Classic information. A couple of uh, just some some stuff about. Yeah, games that were played last night. I was able to get over to CA for Zion and CA softball. Uh, and then some other local sports action. We'll get to that all on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. high school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint chris yamo pat and jp plant and coach mike are in the building want to get to some local high school sports in our area um don't know if we have much from any other areas we we have Efforted, but baseball and softball is, is more difficult to to find for some reason. I think a lot of it's just because you know it's it's a little more um, detailed in scoring than basketball. Scoring is a little more detailed, and it's not quite as structured. Yeah, I don't think. Just kind of the nature of the sports. Nobody's fault. It is what it is. It is what it is. So we. We report the scores that we are able to come up with, and if anyone else would like to supply us with more, 
like Ashley down in Linville, we'll take them. Until we find out that we're being supplied inaccurate scores, <laughs> at which point we'll stop. So. I don't know that that's ever happened to me, but I'm sure it has happened in the past. Um, I want to start real quick. Um, Mount Pleasant got a big win over Cornersville yesterday, 11-8. to eight. Um, So, So third straight win. Yeah, and as they get ready to take on Eagleville on Saturday and two Division One commits. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And I, and I say that with all sincerity. Uh, I hope that I hope the Tigers can can find a way to uh, to, to take on Eagleville and be competitive. Well, in all honesty, in though, I think I think the most important thing that will happen on Saturday will be the naming of the field in honor of Eddie Bassham. Sure. Um, you know, obviously, we spoke with Eagleville coach Brandon Bassham, son of the honoree, during Coach's Corner yesterday. But um, I, I just think that um, that's the biggest thing. And, and for one time anyway, the game is kind of secondary. Yep. So. Um, and there will be a story about that on sm-tnsports.com prior to that uh, Saturday event. So keep an eye out for that. And you can hear that podcast with Brandon Bassam uh, on the podcast, on the special guest podcast, but we'll also stick it in that story so you don't have to go searching for it. There you go. That's always good. Because we're here for you. That, we want to make it as easy as possible to find all of our content. I don't, I don't know of anyone else who goes through so much trouble to make everything this easy to find. Like I mean, we really go through some some trouble. Often, to make, often to our own detriment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about being so tired earlier. I mean, that's part of it. You know, we we just really try hard to get you the information, guys, as quick you know as quickly and as easy as possible. Yeah, and and let me add to that as as a um, consumer of your product, uh, I am a follower on uh, online. And by the way, if you haven't signed up with your email, you're out there. Every time a story is posted, you'll get an email with a link to that story so you can keep up with the latest. And if you take note of when these stories are, <laughs> are being posted... Don't, don't take note of when these you, stories are being posted. But, but you will realize how much effort, to your point, is, is going into making it uh, easily consumable, readily available, and most importantly, fair and accurate. And, um, and timely. Consistent. And, yes, and yeah. consistent. So uh, I applaud you both for the effort that you put into what you're doing because it's it's one thing, and, and Mo knows this, one thing when you're dealing with college and pro sports, um, they have media availability designed. They have media packets. Everything's online. You have to go fishing for high school stuff. That's why I've always said if you can cover high school sports, you can cover exactly. anything. Exactly. So. Anyway, and I just wanted to add on. You know, that. that's that's not a dislocating my shoulder, patting myself on the back. That's just a statement of fact. I, I, people that have covered high schools for lengthy periods of time are, are deserving of your respect because, I mean, and I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody that Pro covers anything else or... uh, because I've, I've done it at each level. They all have their own challenges, but high schools – there's nobody setting up interviews for you. Yeah, they're challenging in their unique ways. There's no question. Yeah. So, 
And, I, I mean, it's pretty easy. If you need a college score, you, you can, can find, find a college score. Yeah. High school, eh, who knows? <laughs> We're going to start. We need to get our group chats going for baseball. Uh, that worked out really well for basketball. So yeah. We'll get our group chats going. Um, in Jim Painter Classic Action, Siegel, a 15-2 winner over Spring Hills. We mentioned earlier Jackson Marbit did go yard, though. Took yeah. one deep. The MTSU signee. Go blue. Um, and uh, Brantley Whitwell and Dawson Hargrove each had a hit uh, for the Raiders. Gave up some big big run totals in the second inning. Some crooked numbers in yeah. that game, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. But uh, Stars, very good. Uh, Siegel, very good baseball team. Yeah. Solid program over there. And hosts uh, to some early tournament state tournament games, typically. Yeah, yeah. Craig Revis does a great job over there. Um, great coach, former MTSU player, played at Tullahoma, which kind of speaks for itself. But um, kind of a second-generation coach in this area. His dad, Jackie Revis, um, coached down at Tullahoma, coached over at Motlow. So when you play Siegel – you're going to play a well-coached team and typically pretty talented as well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Summit fell to Clarksville 7-6. Uh, seven errors for Summit, and I know Chad Kirby oh. is fuming. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, poor Devin Thrain. That, that kid went four innings and gave up one earned run. One. One earned run. One earned run. That's tough. <laughs> that's, that's like getting all five people you face out and getting the loss. <laughs> that's what that's like. Yeah. Um, Giles County, a 6-4 winner over Loretto in nine innings. That was a, on a Jacob Carden single. He uh, got a pair of RBIs in the ninth inning to give the Bobcats the win. There's some Giles County coverage for you. Hey, yep. Mustangs led 4 nothing after five. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. The, yeah, uh, I'm the, just hitting buttons over here. Yeah, there you Applause go. Just, is, just, just hit them all. Applause. I move these around. Uh, hit, hit them all. That's the one. Hey. Applause is what I was looking for. My sincere apologies. Carry on. Back to your regular scheduled program. The Already magic show is over. Do it yeah. for the applause. Applause, little Lady Gaga this morning. Um, Caleb Davis led Loretto offensively. He had three of the Mustang six hits. So... That's lead. That's a good day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in softball action, Spring Hill fell to Dixon County 3-2 to two despite Catherine Carter's best efforts. Um, she went three for four at the dish, struck out 13 from the circle, uh, but couldn't, couldn't get the win, couldn't get enough help on the uh, offensive end. So uh, Lady Cougars, a winner over Spring Hill yesterday, and – how about CA? CA tennis sweep of BGA. Big district win on the court for both the Bulldogs and the Lady Bulldogs. Yeah, CA won 7 nothing. Piper Brock, Abby Burgess, Anna Claire Butt, Hallie Butterfield, and Caroline Prince all won in singles action. Brock and Burgess and Butt and Butterfield. I like Butt and Butterfield. That's a, that's a fantastic doubles team. I don't care. That you couldn't have put two better. <laughs> How about this? How about all four of their doubles players have last names that end in B? B, the Killer Bees. The Killer. Dang! Look at you. Yeah. There we go. There we go. 
Give him a hand, y'all. Give him a hand. And they're coached by Stephanie Butterfield. Look so there. Look yet, there. yet another B in there. Oh, man. And for the boys, Miles Nixon, Aaron Sullivan, Hayes Lewis, and Nathan Thomas got singles wins. And uh, Lewis and Thomas got a doubles win. So CA won that match 5-2. Oh, well, hold up, hold up. So Nixon lost his doubles match. Uh, it does appear Nixon lost his doubles match. See, I was just getting ready to say some nice stuff about Miles Nixon, who doubles as a two-way lineman for CA. You don't see a whole lot of football linemen playing tennis. But he's no. Pretty, but he's pretty good. Hey. He's our hey. number one. I'll tell you, that is an interesting uh, <laughs> dynamic there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Give, give that some thought. I, that's more thought draw, than I draw that visual. Yeah. More thought than I think I can give. Uh, yesterday, uh, CA softball got the win over Zion Christian, Journey Mitchell with twelve strikeouts. Um, Columbia Academy defeated Zion twelve nothing. Carson Newman Sani was fantastic. Uh, Russ Adcock told me after the game, he said, "You know, I told my team you definitely got beat today, but you shouldn't have got beat twelve nothing." Uh, a lot of a lot of errors, a lot of miscues on their part. So they are looking to uh, do a do a little better as the season continues. But uh, he's he's he is optimistic, as they all are at ZCA. I like that frankness, though. There you go. All right. On the other side of the top of the hour, we are going to talk NCAA hoops. We'll talk with a former pro football agent and Preds and Braves. All coming up right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. <laughs> 